All right, we're live. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill him. That's it. <laughs> hey guys, it's Babe Talk. <laughs> we fuck everything up until eventually it just becomes right. <laughs> All right. Can I, can I get yeah, that's as good of a that's that's a good that's as good of an intro as there possibly could be <laughs> to the show. I'm pretty sure that's just how it's gonna go for now. I'm gonna introduce the show. Babe Talk, where hey sometimes guys, people show up, uh, you know, just like swing by, you know, whatever. Our, our panels are just gonna swing by wherever they fucking feel like it now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pop my head in for a minute. <laughs> and then just pop back out. Hey Tony, we want your opinion now. Oh, you rang. Oh. What oh, hey, what's about? up? I mean, it's You're saying like something relevant to me? Well, we're actually not gonna give a shit about the panelists because the panelists really don't matter at all. We're actually here to all talk about Becca. Hey. <laughs> I am very excited. I am very excited. This show is going to be fun. Have... Have to... What? 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 Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Never oh. mind. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that we finally have the, the return, and it's the official return, because now I'm on the show, of Tony Peppers back onto the show. Get this morning, I'm you, home. You, you Daddy's just, home. You can't. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> and we have Alex North. Yeah, I've been on the show for like the last like six, seven weeks. So I'm <laughs> I'm nobody now. I'm nobody. Yeah, Alex, this has been killing it. Nobody to begin with. You have to be someone. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that, that's very true. Sadly enough. <laughs> now, generally, I would, this would be when I introduce Eric. But. I don't know where Eric is. So he'll he just, be here. He'll, Eric, Eric will be here in true. I don't know. This is this is even late for Eric. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's he's, he's finding his Christmas spirit. <laughs> he's finding his Christmas spirit. Yeah. I doubt he's, he has he's taking care of his kid. Oh, he's here. Oh, oh. wait, here he is. <laughs> the hell do you have him? Hey, Eric. He's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> as he just leaves as soon as he pops up. He's like Beetlejuice. If we say speaking his name three times, he shows which, up. Speaking of which, there is going to be a Beetlejuice sequel. Yes. Very true. There is going to be one. Everyone's so old. Segway to uh, popular uh, popular news, pop culture news. Segway to pop culture. Tony sets it up by uh, Tony sets it up by knock it down. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. We have a dynamic. Well, let's let's introduce Eric first because oh, he's no, here Eric, doesn't, Eric doesn't get a fucking introduction. No, I'm mad at Eric. <laughs> You know what? That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, so we have the full cast now. We have Tony. We have Eric. Hey. We have Alex. So and we have Becca. We have a full deck of cards, and I am excited because this is just happiness. Just boo! And I almost forgot. Alex did make mention, and I don't think I've told anyone at home. This is actually going to be our last episode of the new year, because we're going to go I made mention in, when, in all the uh, links I shared in all the, the Fem Pop Punk subgroups, but... And of course me, I just totally forgot, and I was just like, yeah, we're going to have a guest next week. Oliver, who is it? Someone. <laughs> and then little did I realize that we're actually going to be taking a break for Christmas and the new year. So let's end this show right. Well, let's start this show right to finish it off right. Let's do something right here. Hey guys, I saw that, show that, that, That'll be a first time. That'll be a first time we, you know, we do something <laughs> There's right. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> anyway, I solved the show by asking my panel, how was your day? And today we're gonna... Um, we'll ask a little emo boy in the corner here. 
Hi, How Alex. was your day? <laughs> cold in my basement. Shut up. <laughs> Tony looks good, by the way. Yeah, I look I look fantastic all the time. I actually I haven't even showered today. I've slept most of the day. I woke up and I had to go do a whole bunch of things. He woke up. I just kind of walked out there and just kind of yeah, I just kind of brushed my hair to the side. I'm not even lying. Like I did zero prep for anything. Jesus Christ, Tony! You Tony's know. channeling his inner yeah. Kevin Federline. For real, <laughs> it's Kevin. Oh, Federline. I, I am Kevin Federline. Here's his alimony checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just need to put a wife beater on him, but you know, there you go. I know you have one, Tony. No, that's true. Because that, 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 that's basically all Kevin Federline is. Just, you know. Just that. Yes. Um, so, did you do anything of interest today, Tony? Mm, nah, nah. The most interesting thing that happened was when you called me today. Like, literally, I've had zero action. Today it's ridiculous. Well, what were you um, watching today? You were telling me you were watching a television series, and that television. Oh, series yeah, I was watching Teen Titans Go, and Teen Titans Go, like the coolest show to me. Like the people will get hyped up on Adventure Yo, Time and regular like, show, suck? but. No, 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 none of these shows suck that I'm naming. None of these shows suck. No, no, but no Teen, Teen Titans, Titans Go. Go, I think, is the best show. No, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. I'm telling you. It's, is it the one that has, like, If you're heads? looking for... Yeah, but, like, if you're... It's a kid's show, but, I mean, Teen Titans was really dark for a kid's show. The original one, I mean, the whole Red X saga, that was pretty dark. But if you're looking for actual, like, fight scenes and action, you might as well be Young Justice. But Teen Titans Go is crazy. It's, like, they have a bunch of really cool Easter eggs. There's not as much action. Like, there are fight scenes sometimes, but they're really comical. But it's, like... It's like Teen Titans if it was a sitcom, and it's hilarious. Well, at least that. Like um, yeah. I can't think of any good plots to bring up. I'm trying to think if there is anything like that. I, yeah, no, nothing's really coming to mind. But I mean, if it's your cup of tea, sure, fucking hell, go 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 do you, baby boo. No, it's it's hilarious. Show it's called Preteen Titans. You can only get it in Japan. Isn't that, wasn't that like, like Muppet Babies, though? Sure. I, it just sounded creepy to me. <laughs> they, 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 they had uh, Luigi Toon Babies, also. Tiny Toons. They did. Tiny Toons. Oh, no, no, not, not just Tiny Toon, but Looney Toon Babies, where they're actually babies. Oh. And, uh, and the... Oh, fuck, yeah, I do. Yeah, and the grandma who, uh, you know, watches... Who owns Tweety Bird, you know, yeah. was watching them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, that's times. a big... Alex, so, how's your day, Alex? Today? Uh, well, my day was boring, so for the second straight week, I'm gonna basically channel my inner Eric and tell me about, tell you guys about another day that I had that was interesting. Uh, so I went to go see, uh, and actually for the other straight, for the second straight week, this is also, uh, another show that I went to go see, because last week I was talking about, I went to go see Palisades and, um, For the Fallen Dreams at the Stanhope House. This week, I went to go see uh, Tiny Moving Parts and Seaway at Stanhope House. And Tiny Moving Parts is so good live. Like, like just, like, watching them. It's just, like, trying to, like, comprehend, like, the level of technical progression that goes into their music is Seriously, just, like... it's insane. It's beautiful. It's just, like, mind-blowing to me. And also, they dressed up as snowmen, which is pretty cool. And, uh... Seaway was pretty tight too, you know. I I, I like Seaway 
a lot, but uh, Tiny Moving Parts, this is my first time seeing them. They absolutely stole the show for me, so, uh, you know, th that was a good show uh, for me. And tomorrow I'm seeing uh, Agnostic Front at the Stanhope House, so. So you pretty much just living over at that Stanhope House? Yeah, pretty much, basically, these days. That's where you could find me. Now, I mean, do you spend any time her. doing anything else? Because, I mean, you could invest your time fixing that knot in your headphones right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll just get tangled up again, so... Yeah. Real pessimistic view, but I respect it. Yeah, my... If headphones weren't supposed to get tangled up, then why do they always get tangled up all the time? Like, Sounds like a Drake line. <laughs> no, it sounds like something Jaden Smith would say. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. Jaden Smith. Yeah, yes, that's all something Jaden Smith would say. All right, so um, Eric, when I asked you, was that your day? Like, was it just nothing or? I mean, oh no, I, uh, I I just wanted to compliment Tony before I forgot, and then he just kind of. Then took he just it from stole there. it. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I thought it was a segue. <laughs> he, he and I haven't been on. It, it actually. Have you lost weight? It looks like you've gotten off the segue. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Damn! Oh, oh. Uh, Wait, no. Getting off the segue is a good thing. That's what I said. Hold on. But actually, oh my god! Well, I actually did gain a little bit of weight. So you did? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's school food. It's school. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just haven't been on a podcast with Tony in so long. No, my day was fine. Did normal work stuff. Uh, but this week. Uh, I'll, I'll take a page from Alex, taking a page from me. Uh, I saw um, I saw the uh, Modern Baseball Tour last week, which was nice. Yeah. And um, I posted about it, and Ollie posted, why are you even at that show? <laughs> <laughs> because you, like, took to, it seemed as if you were, like, making fun of the lyrics. And I yeah, well, literally oh, thought you were playing, like, Old Man Eric and, like, went up to the show just to scoff at the kids. <laughs> no, no, I love them. Speaking okay. of and I think I've, I might have said this at least once before in the podcast, but the um, speaking of Muppet Babies and uh, and Tiny Toons, that's my analogy for for um, modern baseball. They are the Tiny Toons version of Modest Mouse. And yeah, you I have said that before. All of them, and Modest Mouse just put out a song, first one in eight years. So I'm uh, I'm I'm very I'm hype, as the kids say, because we don't say the D anymore. <laughs> I didn't sorry, even know D. Modest Mouse went on hiatus. They they didn't. They are just. I can't tell if it's drugs or if it's like clinical illness or if they just were like tired from touring for a long time. But they always seem to go on these weird like stints where they they'll spend three months in a studio and then nothing comes out of it and then you don't hear about them for a while and then they come back with like an album and a world tour and then disappear out of nowhere for like a so, year. So so they're like brand new. Pretty much, yeah. They, they, or they remind me of... Modest... No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They played Hangout last, last year. Like, they this did. year, they played Hangout. Last last couple of years, they stopped touring, except they did one row of small venues. But they did um, they, they did basically the Streetlight Manifesto thing, where they were like, we're going to tour a couple of markets that we know, that we do very well in, and then we're going to do the festival circuit, but nothing else. Like that's that's what they were that's what they were doing. But they've been posting studio okay. updates about this record for the last like four years now. Like it's been quite some time before they since they started it that they've actually released anything. Huh. Um, oh, also I saw um 
on uh, uh, last time I was on the podcast, we had Joel from A Place in Time, and my band did our annual Christmas show this past weekend, and A Place in Time was one of the bands uh, that played on there, along with Wander. And um, A Place in Time did an acoustic set, and the crowd kept he- not heckling, cheering for them to play a bunch of their easy core stuff, and we got them to play at least two easy core songs on acoustic guitar, which was quite a thing to see. I thought they said they would play like any any easy core song or anything that you you know you would uh, request them to play. Well, not when they're playing acoustic. <laughs> oh, when they were playing acoustic. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit different. Eric, shout your name real fast. So, Echo. My name real fast. All right, Tony. You said here, Echo. No, I didn't say anything. I said so, Becca. Oh, so, Becca. So, You're Becca. Um, well, I've been sick. Uh, so, yeah, I slept a lot, and I went out to dinner with my stepdad, which was hella awkward. Um, yeah. yeah it was just Is weird. he a cool dad? No. Do you mean it like a cool dad or like a cool in quotation marks dad? Like in quotation marks. Like there's a there's huh? Genuinely cool dad. No, no. Like a cool like stepdads have the stereotype. Of being really like a try hard cool, try like hard. oh hey, dad, you such uh, a try hard. Like hey, my no, like 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 the stepchild. I told my dad he didn't keep it real. <laughs> and he goes you gotta what? Keep it real, Pop. No, but he goes what? And I said nothing. <laughs> that was it. That was the end of it. Never said that phrase again till now. Dad, you're such a try hard. <laughs> yeah. There's like yeah, like there's a stereotype. <laughs> Smoke this joint, Like, son. kid has friends over, so they... I don't know. There's no, no, I follow... Out. Yeah, I mean, like, I follow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. was, 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 was the food at least good? Uh... No. Damn, but I, I lied and said it was... That, that sounds like a modern baseball <laughs> I lied and said the food was good, but it really wasn't. And then I want to marry you. They do get very specific. And I went back to apartment and cried. Went back to apartment and cried. I know. Because <laughs> they'll be real poetic for like half a verse, and then they'll be like, "And then we ate cheese pizza." I was like, "All right, okay." I'm, I feel like I'm there. That, 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 you know what, now that I'm thinking of it, you're very right. It does get pretty proverbial, and then it just, out of nowhere, just, like, coffee and garlic and, like, tears. Not that I yeah, that that's actually my favorite this. song. Not that it's the yin and the yang. It's the yin and the yang. It really is. It's, it's like Not either if, all or none. You, you know what? I actually... You know what's you know messed up? What, so, what you know how one of them is, like, super skinny, and the other guy's kind of a big gentleman? <laughs> yeah. What if... What if all those lyrics that are that are about <laughs> so many food lyrics? What if all of the emotional and all of the the, the metaphorical lyrics are the one dude, and then the other guy is just like, dude, you gotta talk about pudding. You gotta just. I think that line would go really because like, I don't know, man. That doesn't seem to have anything to do with no, dude, 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 dude no, 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 no. Just put it. Dude, just put line. some put some garlic, put some garlic on the word. You gotta just. You gotta just. And put we're it. good. <laughs> 
and the and the and the minute uh, chance of uh, us ever having modern baseball on the show is gone <laughs> out the window. Just went straight down the drain. We're never having him on the show. But we like very much Eric. Well, no, Eric is batting 0 for 2 today between coming to the show late, showing up, and dissing on modern baseball. One of, they're one of my favorite bands. I'm allowed to make fun. That's like making a racist remark and saying, I have a black friend. No, that's like making a racist remark and saying, I am a black friend. <laughs> Which I have been quite guilty about doing way too many things. Wait, guilty of being a black friend? <laughs> You're just giving it out willy-nilly. I'm, I'm just guilty of everything. Just shoot me and then give me a trial. <laughs> oh, oh damn, some social commentary here. There we go. Oh. Babe Talk is kind of like a uh, modern baseball song in that way. <laughs> we have come full circle. Modern baseball equal babe talk equal modern baseball. Holy shit. Hey, we can talk about all the police injustice stuff. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, dude, That's going to get heated. Yeah, 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 I know. Why? Cause this, this was supposed to be a very lighthearted, up uplifting show. Well, we'll see so how we see getting Snapchats. <laughs> Tony, you say you're reading I'm getting Snapchats. No, no, I'm getting Snapchats, like, repeated. Of people watching the show and having dicks on my face. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. <laughs> people I are sticking. If anyone's sending those, I actually want to see them, and I will showcase them on the show. My Snapchat is underscore P-U-N-K-P-O-P. -P -P. I will showcase them as they come in. Before we did this Can show, you get it on my screen real quick? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 That's not the... <laughs> Look. Tony, I forgot to I forgot to mention I, the reason I'm late. The reason I'm late is I set up a uh, dicks on Tony's face contest for all the loyal Babe Talk listeners, <laughs> and uh, the best dick relate dick and Tony related picks are going to win. Um, I ran out on this joke, so I have a pull pizza, out, a modern out. baseball pizza, a modern baseball pizza. What do you think's on that? Sadness. Sadness. Although, I think those guys are doing pretty good. There we go, that's the first Snapchat. Becca just got the first Snapchat. I am now just going to continually look at my phone and look for Snapchats. Anyway, let's move on. We're we're hosting the show. Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to, this is the last, like, hijack I'm going to do. I want to, I want to take just a few minutes, because four of us, the four panelists in here, um, I want to, I want to talk about fantasy football for about 30 seconds. Oh, dear Jesus. All right. I oh, want to first on the clock congratulate Tony on not logging in more than twice and still beating <laughs> no. a couple of people. <laughs> um, I updated my team today. I'm out for it. I'm out for the kill. You've, you've, it's been like two weeks since playoffs started and like ten weeks since you were in contention. <laughs> Fifteen seconds. Okay, Alex, or actually, Ollie, <laughs> I want to thank you for running the league and setting everything up very smoothly and, um, and doing a mediocre job at everything else, as in fantasy. Wonderful oh job. Oh boy, oh, where did Eric go? All right, so our next subject. <laughs> I still need to, to slam Alex. Hold on. Wait, how'd you unmute yourself? I told you. Because I am I am a I am a god. Ow! Um and Alex, because you talked the most smack, which I appreciate over the over the season. Yeah. Um and I'm glad that uh, I was the only guy in our league to make the final four. And none of you three did. 
And yeah, Ollie's Ollie's mom beat me, so. <laughs> the fucking mother beat me. I was pissed, dude. I was fucking pissed. No, we're. I'm. Mm, you can't talk yes! about Your mom's an animal. Your mom's a monster. She just. She you kills. Take that shit, Ollie. <laughs> so, um, during the week, Warp Tour had more bands announced. Alex North, you want to give me a summary? Yeah. Uh, so for the Warp Tour bands, we got Fit for a King, Beautiful Bodies, As It Is, Crossfade. And split breed. Now, can anyone begin to fill me in besides, I think the only one of interest, at least the one that Alex North had pointed me to, was the kid that was doing the YouTube covers. Right? Which, which yeah, one is he? Uh, as it is. As it is. And also, I'll Fit have... for a King is also notable. They're like on uh, Solid State Records. Oh, sweet. But I'm yeah, they're, they're really though. pretty good heavy band, but... Does anyone have, have an opinion about... Um, as is, with him being a YouTube star first, and then getting signed to... What record label did he get signed to? Fearless. He got signed to Fearless. Nice. And I definitely remember there just being just a bunch of kids being pissed off that that put out original music, and still have trouble getting signed. And, and notable music as, as well. Like, like, we've had a bunch of unsigned bands on... Yeah, I remember some of the dudes from... Uh, some of the dudes from the band went into the Defend Pop Punk group, and they were uh, defending... Patty and, you know, Fearless Records and, you know, the signing of them because people thought that they only got signed off of the covers when really they said that, no, Fearless never knew of the covers before they signed the band. And even if they did, the, well, a, a I, label like that isn't just going to, like, oh, you did some cool covers on YouTube? Here's a deal. Give us original music. Like, well, dumb. Well, I mean, prove it first. Uh, whatchamacallit, uh, you, you got uh, on Artery Records, they signed uh, Steve Terrorberry, or I, I'm not sure who he is, but he's a guy who does, like, metal covers of songs. Like, he did, like, a metal cover of, uh, The Wiggles' Big Red Car. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 he did one of, like, Power Rangers. Uh, That's already he, a metal song. Y yeah, he, he, he's, like, one of these guys who is, like, you know, uh... He, he, like, did one that's, like, making fun of people who, you know, play gent music and stuff like that, so... But, but, but he got signed, but, but that was, like sort of like a novelty, like, comedy deal where he's putting out, like, sort of like Weird Al meets, like, actual metalcore music, if that makes sense, so. But, now, now, yeah, Tony, I, I know you had a point. Yeah, go ahead. Um, people are getting mad about them getting signed for being known for YouTube covers, and I'm sorry, like, my allergies are on, I'm gonna rub my nose, but... Like, the thing is, you have to realize, they're on Fearless Records, they're not on Triple Crown Records, they're not on Count Your Lucky Star, they're not on No Sleep, they're on Fearless Records. Let's look at Fearless Records. Fearless, Fearless is like, hold on, all-time low is hopeless, I'm not gonna have Fearless Records, but I'm gonna point out, like, the most notable bands I can think of from Fearless are Pierce the Veil and Sleeping with Sirens. And you have to think about that. This is, not on this is a lot of fan service. Sleeping with Sirens, Sleeping with Sirens is not on Fearless? No, Sleeping with Sirens on? was on was on Rise, and now they're on uh, Epitaph. Oh well, I stand uh, still. Damn, That's their demographic. It's people who listen to this. No, I got Pierce. The, okay, Kellen Quinn's practically in Pier Pierce the Veil now, so whatever. <laughs> Real Friends is on the Fearless Records. Oh, more fan service. I'm like Mayday Parade, Motionless and White. Yeah. Breathe Carolina. Most of the people who listen to those bands 
the Aquabats are Most still on. Most people who listen to those bands are. Yeah, it's it's it's. I they're mean, in like it, so Tony's grade. To anyone, they would be be like the, the Warped Tour records label. Oh no! So I, Tony, yeah, is your yeah. is your so are you trying to say regardless of which bands are on which labels, are you trying to say that Fearless has it's a bigger label than these other labels that you're listing, and that's why it's such a shock? Or that they're not as big as no, and that's and so you're like that's not no. a big deal. What are you trying to say? I'm, it's not a, it's not a size issue. It's a matter of like <laughs> what type of music the label puts out. Oh, uh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So yeah. it's just it's, so to you, it's not even like what a lot of other people are complaining about. Where it's like, how can they get signed to such a such a big label, like a nine inch label, when you're when their motion it just isn't in the ocean? And uh, <laughs> no, but seriously. So it's not that, that it's just a small band getting signed off of um, YouTube views uh, It's to a big label. It's more like, why would that label sign this band that's so out of genre? Is that what you're saying? Mm, it's more of a doesn't really surprise you thing. I'm going to come out and say it. It's, it's gimmicky. But, I mean, they're still doing what they want. It, it works out in their favor, but it... If you look at it, it looks gimmicky, and it probably is, but look at the label. I'm not bashing their credibility. They're, they're, and it's, it's just, does it really surprise you? There goes our Fearless Records sponsor. And also there goes our uh, no. Triumphant sponsor, too. No. We're, we're just losing everybody. Yeah, but we are Triumphant, Fearless, like Modern Baseball, as it is. Everybody's, you know. Me and Modern Baseball are great. I'm going to whip up my Magic deck. And they're gonna they're gonna play me. You know and what? We'll, we should play them for for a spot. I Eric. would love it, to. It, it should be a, a TT match. That's the one bummer about Magic getting so big in the music community is it's no longer cool that like like yeah. a couple years ago I say I play Magic. There's like four other bands that play Magic, and now everybody does. So it's like yeah, no shit. <laughs> like oh, fuck. You can well, duel or battle them to be on the show. It'll be like Yu-Gi-Oh, where where instead of like going to the Shadow Realm, you know, we you have to go and We all know what up. happened on Yu-Gi-Oh. You don't have to patronize us, okay? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I, I, I don't know. Some of the Babe Talk listeners out there might not know. Like, you we have a few Babe Talk listeners from India. We have a few Babe Talk listeners from India. I don't know if they have Yu-Gi-Oh over there. That's actually very true. We have, like, not way too many, but, like, way too many than I would have ever expected yeah, Indian fans. But Becca, how do, how do you you feel about about an artist that that contributes um, all the original music and then kind of kind of like a bar band type type of band getting um, signed to a record label and then going on word tour the very next year? I think, well, like I don't know if you know, but my brother Oliver is in Rawtide, uh, which is a pop punk band from Virginia, and uh. He, like, started out with covers on YouTube, and their drummer, Andrew, actually found Oliver on YouTube. It turns out, like, we grew up down the street from Andrew, and, um, like, they just kind of got together, and Oliver, like, not to be biased or anything, like, Mm -hmm. Oliver brought that band up, and, like, they're huge now. Well, at least in my opinion, they're huge. No, they, yeah, they're they're bigger than most. Like it's there's a small jump between a band the size of like their size and right. a band that everybody knows their name in the genre. Right. Like, yeah. like, so I mean, they're growing up. They they just got back from LA from recording their movie. I'm like, so oh, right. yeah. 
Yeah, some cool shit is coming too that I can't really talk about, but nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's wonderful, in my opinion. That like that happens to fans. I definitely second that. I think th- this is something that I've like started really believing in the last few years is that um, I, bands tour way too early. And bands don't tour until, like, bands probably shouldn't be touring until they actually have someone awaiting them in the cities that they're going to. It's like, if you look at, do a cost-benefit analysis, touring to gain new fans, if you're, like, the headliner, is one of the least effective ways to gain new fans. And I think a lot of bands and people who support bands, uh, like touring bands, get angry when they see someone getting successful or at least that first jump off point instead of years of a couple of years of like grueling touring um and it is grueling and they see them put some stuff on youtube from their basement and all of a sudden they're getting this attention that used to in decades past take years of putting yourself physically in another side of the country to do and so i think that that can lead to a lot of people like that's not the way it should be but i think that's very smart i think that's brilliant and as as someone who values putting out more content and like good art and creating art over honestly over a live show i i like the fact that i can find somebody who maybe has never toured before but they've put out four albums worth of content on their youtube page that i can enjoy and that's the 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 thing that that i love is that um we're just living in a just like a new generation of being able to find talent um if you like youtube for instance um, the the amount of kids that are doing covers and getting like you know so many views on on their they get like millions of views on all their covers and they're they have no deal they have no original music out there but they're still getting like the recognition for their talent and so sometimes like you know these kids are just you know out there just to do it themselves and then by happenstance of a record level goes like oh shit you can kind of sing hey how about you sing for us and then like you know make a little bit of money and then we'll actually be able to showcase your talent and you can get a paid paycheck compared to just collecting off the 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 ccpms off of youtube so like it, it it's very odd like again we have the touring bands that you know rule and they're like yo what happened to like like you know the fucking winter tours that we all bust our ass for sleeping bands and, and you're in your fucking air-conditioned house or, or, or your heated space blanket with your rock band microphone and you just sang the Hunger Games theme and now fucking, woo, you're earning money. You know, so like, it's, it's, I can see where the stigma comes into play, but I just think that it's an incredible, it's just an, a, boy, what a time we live in. Where, seriously. Yeah, you're right. That's what but the phrasing was so perfect. <laughs> Literally. Boy, what a time we live in in which this shit can happen. And yeah. sometimes it works out for, for the best and I'm like, I can get where people get mad. I mean, I get mad when people, you know, gamble and get sponsored and make way too much money than me. <laughs> but so yeah, that's that that's my, my two cents into it. Um, my mom wants to come say hi really quick. That's yeah, sure, mom. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. What's up, mom? <laughs> hey. I heard the awkward stepdad thing. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm glad oh. I didn't make all of the jokes I wanted to make. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. That was the one thing I held back on. I was like, oh shit. Hey, it's cool. And I know that my friend Tina's watching. Hey girl. Oh, <laughs> Tina's watching? <laughs> Tina! 
<laughs> Big props out to Tina. See, that's why I don't make like half the jokes that I want to, just knowing that my mother would just one day come on and be like, hey, hey, you, know so you said what? No, keep going. I'll join. <laughs> Wait, oh, I'm pretty sure you don't want to join because you're going to end up on CNN if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. S <laughs> I'll just step away now, but you guys are great. <laughs> Thank you, mom. I'm glad we're. Yeah. <laughs> Kids love a mom approved. I am. Mom approved. Oh, this is great. Oh, All right. So the second subject. Oh man, I. Oh, my voice just left. That was the best unexpected guest appearance that we've yeah, had since uh, Pumpo. Absolutely. Like, like, Pumpo was great until the nudity almost up. happened. We had a lot of dogs The nudity was... I don't Pumpo back with that. We can do without clown nudity for a little bit. Dude, I that, mean, that Pumpo thing... So, that was one of the podcasts I did where I was... And, uh... <laughs> drinking and um a lot and so when that happened blowing up a balloon with exactly <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but normally if I was if I was sober just even a little buzz I would have been like oh obviously somebody gave him the bat the the link it was just to be funny I got it but in the moment I was like he broke in Howdy, maybe he is real <laughs> like not Jewish is real to her. Pablo <laughs> is, now, is now an Israelite, yeah. Well, he's, no, he's more He's also Israel the Illuminati, heavy. apparently. He's Israel heavy. He's not Israelite. He's, he's Israel heavy. I just got a snapchat of me and my mom. <laughs> you guys, wait, did you send it over to me? Is, uh, wait, did anyone send me a snap yet? I don't think anyone sent me a snap. No, it's pointed everyone. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> Someone drew dicks on my eyebrows. <laughs> Dick brows. <laughs> Actually, that, that was something that's... Oh, my God. Wait, you gotta speak on. up. Oh, boy. Wait, wait, wait. I got another one. Hold on. We're gonna see this one. Let me screenshot it first for evidence. Y'all can talk. It's loading. I have weird internet. I was just but, gonna I don't know. We should get Pumpo. Oh, we have Pumpo. Mm -hmm. We have any bit of music I've heard from Bobo is solid. I'm gonna yell at you. I mean, just I just said I want Bobo on the show, that's all I said. During 2015... We're not saying stuff yet. I, We're, oh, we got okay. a lot of guests coming up. I, Alex said that you guys don't get to hear it, because it's <laughs> Alex Morph's show now, so... I mean, he's, <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alex. Thanks Alex so much. Now, Ollie has a dick, Hey, hey, now. hey. Ollie hey, I don't know. One. I thought we were keeping secrets here. I thought that, you know, you were kind of hesitant to say anything, so I thought that, you know... Let Tony no, talk for a second. Safe. I want to see that again. All right. So apparently, no one is safe. No one is safe. It was like. <laughs> no one is safe. It's like he's making a hadouken of dick. A dick. It says. How dick? It says, "Damn, Molly, really?" <laughs> so would, no one should say about this long. About this long. <laughs> Oh man, I was I was actually going to say because Alex brought up that uh, we had a lot of great moments in the show, and and so I totally forgot that this was going to be like our last show until 2016, and and we were going to 2015. Six. 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 
Bay Paul Catholics every two wall. years, like the Olympics. <laughs> every other year, we're now also, brand new in also, Miles. Also, <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. I guess Alex is right if he said an Olympics, but it's four years, dude. <laughs> Yeah, well, and oh, no, because winter and summer. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, but there's two different Olympics, though. That's you what, don't, that's what you, you meant, don't do yeah. like. That's totally what you meant. But they're still the like Olympics. They're still like kind no, of. No, they're not. The, the Olympics. There Olympics. is no the Olympics. There's a summer Olympics and then the winter Olympics. I and only. One of them doesn't support, count as an Olympics. I only support the special Olympics. <laughs> I can only recognize the special Olympics. Fuck all the special Olympics. How often does that happen? The real Olympics don't count. Yeah. Every year. See? At the least? At the least? It's like a monthly event. It, they tried she said, I believe. They tried no, to get I believe. to do it once, but I was I like, I remember when I used to, I, I volunteered for Special Olympics one day, and like, I was actually, like, I, I think I was in the fourth grade? I was in the fourth grade. And I just saw like just a bunch of like fine-tuned athletes that were way more in shape than me and could just like do so much more shit than I could. It's and like I the just... Cartman on South Park Special Olympics, where he shows up thinking he's gonna win, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, I he just gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, I mean, like it was an experience. I mean, like just alone, like if anyone was just like, "Oh man, these people could do it," I'd be like, "No, these people can't fucking do it. They'll fucking do it and ram your like leg down your throat and be like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking do it and kill you.'" <laughs> That's pretty violent. I mean, it, like, what was I think it was, um, I was doing score for the field hockey, like, indoor field hockey. And shit was just insane. I believe it. Yeah. Yo, do they, like, check each other into, like, the, the, yeah, into, dude, like, yeah, the scores yeah, table? Yeah, when, when I said it was insane, like, it was like I actually went out to a, like, to a college game and just watched field hockey happen. That's sweet. Yeah, it was. I mean, like, again, I was in the fourth grade, so, like, I had, like, you know, the stupid fourth graders, like, oh, it's gonna be a special Olympics, and, you know, it's a charity event. Nah, nigga, I was corrected real fast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually, your voice dropped, and you started talking like that. <laughs> I matured just like that. You went through puberty. I went through just puberty and everything. You're just like, oh, <laughs> Discovered his identity, really just had a full sense of self after that day. Damn! <laughs> then that's yes. I discovered girls, grew a beard. That's <laughs> when he started. That's when he started doing the fro streak. <laughs> yes, in the fourth grade. I'm pretty sure in the fourth grade you're like ten. Do you even go through? I, isn't it like thirteen? You go through puberty. I started at ten. It was very confusing because nobody else was, and I was terrified. <laughs> that had to be even more because you still have a baby face. I do. I wasn't talking about my face, dog. Oh my god. Oh. For fuck's sake. Jesus. There are mothers there are watching, moms watching. There are moms watching this show. Yeah, this one's dedicated to my girl Tina. <laughs> oh dear. Nice things. This is why we can't have nice. We just got the approval, and oh my god. So fucking anyway. Again, I think I tried to segue like ten minutes ago, and so the end of the year is coming upon us, and we all have listened to albums. Um, Babe Talk is actually going to be dropping some of our panelists and our new writing staffs. 
um, album of the years, but I know a lot of people don't always watch the show afterwards, so this will be like a surprise, we're going to drop some album of the year, and I know Tony has been wanting to, has been itching to give his list, Alex North, you've been wanting to drop your list, yeah. Eric, you're... There's an album I liked this year. <laughs> I'm a fucking grump. <laughs> I liked one record this year. Just I'll go one. last. It's There's fine. only one. But we're going to start with Becca first, because Becca's our guest, so fuck all y'all. Um, well, it was really only one album I got, like, really into this year. Oh, that was Death of a Slug by Northbound. Um, Northbound. I actually had the opportunity of meeting John in, like, March, I'm going to say, and he's, like, such a nice dude, and very relatable, and like, just hearing his music, I don't know, like, not to sound gay or anything, but, like, it spoke to me in a way, <laughs> and... Well, straight people can experience music that way, too, it's cool. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we don't discriminate here at Babe Talk. <laughs> Out of all the phrases, I would have never expected to cook them out of that mouth, but, I mean, just... <laughs> but anyway, so so where where you said um, <laughs> northbound? <sighs> where where are they out of? Um, he is in Florida, like northern Florida, and um, I don't know, like he's just really really cool and very down to earth, and like his songs are just like. So easy to relate to. I'm like, I just have so much respect for him. So that was my favorite album of the year. And what was it called? Well, one more time, what was it called? Death of a Slug. Death of a Slug. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Alex. Do you have a favorite song from that album? Oh, there we go. Um. I like. Because I've never listened to them, so this is a good starting point. I like. 6 a.m. Demon. <laughs> I just... Right. I don't know. I really like the title of it. Like, it's something that makes me laugh every time I listen to it. Um, but, I don't know. I just can relate to it really well. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm going to give a time well, limit check on it out. Alex and Tony. Eric, I know you don't listen to music. But I've, Tony, got, I've got a few a few that I'll mention, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll start to give you guys a warning when, when I feel as if you, you are going on for like 10 minutes. All right. But Alex, oh, shit. Okay. Ouch. And go. All right. So, Next. I talked about this... <laughs> <laughs> I talked Get about this a little bit this. during the uh, McAllister episode, so if you want to see my official, like, top ten, not much has changed since then, but uh, I just wanted to yet again reiterate that my album of the year is uh, McAllister's Where We've Come From, Who We've Been. Uh, I just think it's a really good pop-punk record. Uh, definitely the best of the year, which is obviously why it's my number one album of the year. And I think that it definitely is on par with albums like The Upsize and Under Soil and Dirt in terms of quality. And really, I found myself listening to it more and more, especially since we've had 
Andrew on the show, and McAllister, by the way, just dropped an acoustic single, which is really, really dope, and the rest of the acoustic uh, EP is coming out in December. So, I would have to say, other than, other than that, like, everything else is kind of a distant second to me. Like, I mean, you know, Issues put out a good record, um, Abandoned by Bears put a good record out, but I mean, McAllister, far and away, is my uh, best record, which is different than um, my top album of 2013, which I had, you know, Kanye, the 1975, and Ariana Grande as, like, my top three albums, and throughout the year, all three of those albums were, like, interchangeable, but this year, like, as soon as I heard McAllister, I thought that that was, like, going to be the best album of the year, and it stayed that way, and no album really comes close to it, so... I would say that McAllister is my best album of the year. Check them out. They're going on tour with Losing Streak and Cross Check this winter to a city near you, hopefully, if you live, like, on the East Coast. But, uh, yeah, that's, much, that, how, that, that, how that's much, about it. How much did Andrew pay you for that nice little, like, <laughs> a nice little sponsored post, like, right inside side there? Because I'm getting a cut of that. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I figured I might as well, like, you know, plug them since I love them so much. Especially oh, since, yeah. since during the McAllister episode, I actually did give, like, a top ten rundown, you know. Because we did talk about our albums of the year in that episode as well, so, you know. I like like yes. I said, you know, if, 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 if you uh, want to check out my full list, you know... I'll probably have it up on the uh, on the site sooner rather than later. But you know, if you're too impatient after this, go and watch uh, go and watch the McAllister episode. Watch the whole thing. It's a good episode. Yeah. All right, Tony. Proceed. P- 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 thank, thank you, thank you, Alex, for giving me permission to to. to... Okay. Well, before we segue, uh, the dick update is that people have now drawn it on Alex. <laughs> it's raining on Alex. <laughs> It's Dick raining on me. But anyways, who is that? I'm not. Is no, that um, it's Bennett Baber? Okay. okay. Oh, it's Bennett. Oh, okay. What's up, Bennett? Yeah. Um, Dicks on me. Tony Bennett what, Baber, what uh, the uh, the sister of uh, Justin Bieber. Bennett yeah. Baber, Justin Bieber. All right. Bennett so Bieber. I don't want to give away my album of her. Um, you don't want to give away it? Because you don't I'm, want to give it away? Then shut up. Then Eric, what's your album of the year? No, 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 no. Stop. No, no, no. Stop. No, I have a very important question. I have a very important question. My my number two on my list. I don't know if I can keep it because it came out like it it just had its one year anniversary, but it came out in December and it's nominated for a Grammy for next year. I don't know. Can I keep Childish Gambino's because of the internet on my album of the year list because it came out so late in the game. Listen, uh, the the way that I, I I've been getting. If, if you want it to be your album of the year, you fucking let it be your album of the year. Because, like, I still find <laughs> Done. To be a person. Done. All I needed. All right. There you go. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not holding anyone back. We ain't got no limit to. So, wait. Is Sweet. That well, that's my number. That's it? Um, oh, well, right. yeah. You know, that was just my main question. <laughs> so, are, so, oh, you said you're not going to give you as well. All right. Well, if anyone wants to find out Tony's full list because he's a... Then you'll be able to read it on the site when we launch it. <laughs> As we trickle them out now until January 3rd. BabeTalk.tv, everybody. We're getting legit. I'm not going to write a goddamn thing, so I'll just tell you right now on my... <laughs> this, I, so this, you're I was such just, a killjoy. I, I had... Yeah, I, I, I love doing the podcasts. I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I don't want to write anything. I used right. to keep up with blogs, lots of music stuff. 
but I just I'm, t- I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, He's an old man now. Yeah. So so strong. So I was just at first when we were doing this, I was googling uh, a couple of albums that I really got into this year, but I think all of them came out in 2013. Same. So before I say the actual album that's my favorite, um, I definitely want to say, like, this year I got into and listened all year to every Childish Gambino record a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And every Story So Far record I got into. Um, And then uh, Kill Lincoln, which is a DC ska band who's unreal good. Um, Like, those are the three, like, bands that I listened to nonstop this year. But all their latest releases are, like, 2013, so that's not good. Um, but definitely my album of the year is Modern Baseball. You're going to miss it all. It's not, that's, that's the, that's the album that, I mean, I put on sports. That's what got me into them. Um, I like that one a lot better than the, than, uh, the one that was put out this year. But, uh, over time, that one's just like completely overtaken it. But I also do want- I'm going to flip flop and point out that that's my album of the year too. Yeah. So I'm going to release it. Yeah. It's yeah, so good. It's so, it's so fucking good. Like they took the best of late or of early two thousands indie rock and threw in like really I, I don't want to call it easily digestible, but like we said earlier, it was more like the lyrics they'll just throw in straight up here's what happened to me that day. This yeah. is all the things that it yeah. meant to me. And then I'm just gonna put you in that spot, which I haven't like the more I listen to Modern Baseball, the more I just think about them. The more unique and groundbreaking the music is, I feel like that's a band that, assuming they keep putting out solid records over the next, you know, six or eight years, they're going to be a band that I think people go back and go, like, and really dissect and be like, these guys kind of broke the format on... They destroyed the sophomore slump. That, that too, but they just, like, they figured out, like, some... Some what they figured out to do as their overall band sound is what like you can listen to a, a, a huge band and they maybe have one song where you're like for some reason that song is above the rest it hits me emotionally it combines just the right elements and has all the strengths of the people in the band and works as a cohesive unit that just the center everything was firing on all cylinders but they only seem to do that for one song or one album. Modern Baseball's not only done that for two straight albums, but it's their overall sound of the band. They've been around for two years, and they established their band sound immediately, and they keep rolling with it. I think it's, it's yeah, the more I dissect it, the, the better and better it gets to me. I want to say I don't like the term rolling. You don't like the term what? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, what did you say? I think I heard what you said. Oh. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, when my blood just went cold, and then like I got confused, <laughs> no, and I my blood was going cold. I like, knew she was, was fucking a very with me. Odd moment. Because that's what I do to fuck with everybody else. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm lost. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> she said, "I don't like the term rolling." Get yeah. it? Yes, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm explaining it to Tony. Oh I'm explaining God, it to Tony. Are you kidding me? It couldn't literally. It couldn't be presented. No, no I didn't. I didn't hear her. I didn't. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear her either. Boy, they. Oh my so. That I'm was like, so funny. You, you. I turned into a deaf comedy jam audience member, <laughs> and I couldn't help it. No. 
Burger. Oh god. All right. I'm I'm gonna drop my my two albums of the year because there's a, there's a technical album of the year and then there's just my personal favorite album of the year. Um, Pleasant Living by Tiny Moving Parts just has been my actual technical um, album of the year. I haven't been all that into the. I guess you can call them like technical rock or or the the math rock. I believe I've heard the term used. And I got into yep. them by. Yeah, I, I got into them seeing them live, and I was like, oh my god, this kid is, like, um, so fucking ecstatic while playing, and, like, he's always smiling, and I saw him twice in Philly and in New York, and the energy that he brought to the stage, the, um, just smiling and thanking everybody like I did, so I'm like, oh, that's really cool, so then I got into their, um, Oh my god, I'm blanking on the album that they put out last year. I got into to that that album, and I was like, oh, this shit's actually a little dark. This couch is long and full of friendships. Yes, yes, this couch is long and full of friendships. That was my album of the year last year. Yeah, and, and, it, and it started to become mine until I realized that Pleasant Living existed, and I was like, wait, I need to listen to this. And then, like, it was even more just, like, like honest and just straight, like, um, along with the, the tentacles, the... Um, like especially in in their their first song, I don't ever remember song titles. I just played them a whole motherfucker through. Um, like some of the analogies that 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 they use, the the irony of dehydrate um, dehydrating without um, across the sea. Um, in the beginning of that 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 song, um, where he's talk, talking about dancing with a girl like they did in high school and then waking up. It's, I I honestly I'm I'm a hopeless romantic and like that shit would just just like really resonated with me in a beautiful way. And switching gears to my honest um, just album of the year which is the Albatross by Foxing. I probably had listened to that album every other day. Like, Spotify used to give me numbers. Last year, it was sports. I listened to sports <laughs> at least twice a week. And that was, like, all the way through. And this year, that was Foxing. And I listened to all their, their lyrics. I, I sang along blindly, just, like, liking them. And then recently, when I went to go see them in Philly with... Somos crying, um, knuckle puck, and my and my baseball. It, the impact of the album in itself just was personified by like tenfold. The like every bit of pain that was like literally put into that album um, just just exploded onto stage. And like and it, and it does also doesn't help that I also went through a through a break breakup that kind of set the theme. To an extent, like 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 broken love, um, in the albatross, and just watching just live the emotion that he shared and like the audience shared, um, just really powerful. And then later, as I'm detecting lyrics from the albatross, um, like just straight pierce your heart, want to rip it out, throw it somewhere, um, type of heart wrenching stuff. And I had I had all my notes for it and of course I didn't bring it up and we don't have enough time to talk about it anymore. But yeah, Albatross by Foxing, my actual album of the year, probably for the next three years, and Tiny Moon Moving Parts, <laughs> Living. So yeah, we all just did our album of the year. Woo! We cool kids. What the fuck ever. Yeah. Ollie Ollie, that was that was beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got it. That was beautiful. Very 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 sentimental. Yeah, very, uh... I agree. I'm not even fucking around. That was awesome. Thank, thank Thanks you. for sharing with us. Yeah. Yeah. We guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks, so the main reason the main reason why we're all here. I'm in the finals of the Babe the Babe Talk. Uh, Eric, you really league. want to be kicked out of this call today? <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. The real reason as to why we're here is because we have Becca. 
Let's all let's all just yeah. Let's let's. Oh, yeah. Give the girl a hand clap. Tony. I have her on my shirt. I'm sorry. I'm listening. I'm not. Is that a shirt? I didn't want to clap. Yeah. <laughs> you would have known if you were here. Well, I'm wearing I'm wearing her boxers, so it's cool. Jesus. I made them oh, okay. myself. Oh, I made them myself. Oh, myself. And I'll sell them after this podcast. Whoever puts the... That's the prize for the best dick Snapchat to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're here for Becca. Becca is the founder of Termly Show. And we're... And it's, a clo- it's a cool clothing line. Um, not to give too much away so that we can actually pick Becca's mind about just a bunch of... A lot of shit. Um... We're going to go in the order that's on my screen, which is going to be me, then go, go Alex North, Eric, and then Tony. And that's how we're going to do these interviews. Is everyone okay with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We good? We good. Okay, we so, good. All right. So we, we good? We good? We good. Hey, Becca. Hi. All right. <laughs> so just to kick everything off for everyone um, that, that doesn't know exactly where Terminally Trill came from, um, could you give an oversight of... Um, what Termly Trill is. Yeah, so I was, it actually came together very easily. Uh, I was in rehab for almost a month in July, um, and my friend Lindy came to visit me one day, and I was like venting to her, like, just being a girl, and I was like, you know, my life sucks, I'm terminally ill, like, what's more, what's worse than this, like, I was just really sad, and she was like, you're not terminally ill, you're terminally true, and I was just like, (laughs) I was just like, I can do something with that, and she was like, go for it, like, live your dreams, do whatever you want. And so that was like an idea and I just had to figure out like where I wanted to go with it. And I joined, well I didn't join, but I was added to the group by the drummer of Broadside to like promote and just read like pop punk shit. Um, for Broadside, and I was like, you know, I don't want to get big off of my brother's fame, so let me reach out to these people. At the time, it was 24 plus in the Defend Pop Punk group, and I was just like, one day I was at physical therapy, and I was walking, and I was listening to the Wishful Thinking album, and I was just like, let me tell these kids about it. And I was like, I'm terminally chill, and like, just really sappy shit. And they were like, so welcoming, like, we just love you. And so yeah, that's how it started. If, if I could just tell you that, like, I've never actually seen anyone or, like, in the group just, like, automatically just be, like, agree on one thing. Like, even if yeah. you were to go to the Defend Pop Punk room and be like, oh, pizza, people would be like, oh, salad, like, just one person. <laughs> yeah. like, I swear to God. Every, I remember that first post, too. 
um, yeah. that, that you had posted. On yeah, the, on the I, I remember yeah. that too. And and it was and it was it was it was still cool. I mean, cause, Fucking kick ass. You're walking on, on stairs when you, when you went to before. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 It was like, you know, all like the trolls and all like, you know, the people who, you know, work for like, you know, like Property of Zach and who were in bands and stuff. Like everybody just kind of like came together and was like, that's a pretty cool feat. Like, like everybody just sort of realized that it was something that was like, you know, kind of bigger than, you know, just like, oh, pizza, or, you know, hey, dudes, are you ready to, you know? <laughs> that was during the hey, dudes, are you ready to People yeah, are, that's, it's, that, that's right. it's yeah. like we were seeing something that was, you know, more, like, you know, inspirational than just, like, Burt Punsen's face, you know? It brought us back down to earth, is what yeah, it did. And we were like, oh, yeah, there's real shit going on. If we could actually just break it down a little bit more for, for people that don't know your story, um, what did... What, <laughs> What were you in rehab for that would make you make that post? I had, pop punk? I had an extremely invasive spinal surgery in July. Um, I've had two other spinal fusion surgeries, and this one was just kind of like fixing what was wrong with my back at the time, and so it like got rescheduled for a week later and I was pissed like I had a breakdown in the doctor's office like I was just screaming I was like I don't want to do this anymore like just kill me now like I'm done and then I don't know like I kind of came to the consensus that like my life isn't where, like, I can still do something. And so, I don't know. I had that surgery, and I wasn't doing well after it. And um, they were like, hey, we really think that we should send you to a rehabilitation center. And I was like, I don't want to do that, like, I'm going to miss my trip to L.A., and that's going to be heartbreaking. And they were like, all right, Becca, either that or you're going to be a quadriplegic, basically. And I was like, all right, just send me to fucking rehab. So I was in there for, like, three weeks, and every day, like, I got a message from, like, uh, my brother and the rest of the boys and broadside, and they were like, hey, like, are you okay? What's going on? And they couldn't really see me that much, but uh, I was, I just got really bored one day, and I thought, hey, like, let's do this shit, and I posted, and then it just blew up, and I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm not that cool. But I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are right there, you know. Yeah, and I was just really proud of it. And so I kept going, and it was just each time the numbers of the post grew. And I was just like, these kids really like me. I'm gonna do something with my life, and I'm starting here. And yeah. 
Yeah. Huh. It's a lot of things um, in perspective. Definitely. Yeah. 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 All right, it's my it's my turn next. Kind of. Yeah, go. Yeah, shoot out. Yeah, I'm I'm about to. I'm a little more. All right. So, uh, huh. how has it like? How has it been that you know you're able to sort of uh, not be defined by uh, your limitations, especially considering that you know in the defend pop punk group, you know people have sort of you know gotten to know you as oh you know. She's kind of, you know, in a wheelchair, she has this, I mean, how, how have you made it so that the, uh, what you have isn't, like, totally who Becca is? Right, uh, I definitely get what you think. Um, that's been a real struggle with me ever since I was diagnosed with this illness, and I was, like, just little, like, how am I gonna not let this define who I am as a person, and that's a really hard question to answer, but I, I don't know, with every post I make in there, it's just like, hey, I'm updating you guys on what I'm doing, and I don't know, I guess I, it put me in view of like, hey, like, I can walk even though I'm in a wheelchair, like, I can do this, I can do that, and so, it's just like, I'm talking to these people, just telling them that I'm terminally ill and in a wheelchair and like, all of this, and I haven't lost view of who I am as a person. So I really think it's just like a thing for me to understand that being in a wheelchair, being sick, isn't defining me as a person. And even if the kids in the Defend Pop Punk group are saying that, it's like, that's not me. So, I don't know, man. That's a really hard question for me to answer. I may have to No, I think that is a really good answer because it it, it kind of shows exactly what uh, you, you know your your mindset is at. That you kind of you, you know you do accept it as like you know a part of who you are, but you don't let it totally like encompass like you know what makes you you because you do have a lot of personality that isn't just you know. Oh, you know, she's that girl in the wheelchair. You know, there, th th there is a lot more to you than just that. So, thank you. <laughs> All right, who's? So, yeah, no, that's, that's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Becca, when you were, um, I noticed something when you were describing how uh, Terminally Trill came to be. Uh, that you kind of, I know you, you kind of brushed it off with the phrase, "I was bored one day," whatever. But it seemed like your situation kind of got you to, the phrase you used was, I'm going to do something with my life. I'm going to do this. And you went for it, which is incredible for, not just for your situation, but also because most people don't ever end up doing anything like that, no matter what their circumstances. Really? I know a lot of people like who mostly in bands or, or someone who wants to start a, a, an artistic company in some other way 
who never end up doing doing anything. They end up like just sitting on their couch or whatever, dreaming or talking about all the things they're going to do. Is there anything you could tell those type of people out there, the people who really want to, to do something creative and artistic and entrepreneurial, um, that 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 you you can learn from your own experience to get them to you know get up off their asses and and do the work. I I've learned that it's it's really hard. Like it's really really hard, and people think that I made so much money off of this company. Like I just got my first income today, which was sixteen dollars and thirty eight cents, and. I mean, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, you should be. I did that, but, I mean, regardless of what others think, but, I mean, go for it. Like, if I can do it, you can do it too. And, like, I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's like, I mean, I'm a 17-year-old kid who's a senior in high school who's, like, has all this school and I work for a band and I just go to shows so much and you can ask my mom like I stay in my room I don't talk to anyone outside of that and I've made it my priority to inspire people and to let people know that they can follow their dreams and it's just, it's not a hobby, like, it's a career I've chosen, like, to inspire and laugh and love as many, with as many people as I can, and so my message to those people are just, like, go for it, and don't let anything hold you back. And don't let anyone steal your thunder. Yeah, don't let anyone steal your thunder. I love that. That's really good. That's a good mindset. And I, I think that's really kind of, going back to like Alex's question, I think that's really what kind of sets you apart is you you have all this stuff going on, but you don't really treat it like a black cloud. Or you kind of just stay positive about things still. And that's a really good it was a really good like mindset to have, and I think if you just sit on your ass and you don't do things, you're never gonna do it. Like Babe Talk was something that I talked about wanting to do for like six months before we ever actually did it. I was like, I want to do this. This would be cool. But you really just gotta kind of just get off your ass and just do it if you want to do something. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's your question. All right. Well. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess it is. All right. So. You brought up the fact that you got your first income today. Does Terminally Trails, I'm not completely familiar with everything that goes on with. Is this like, is this for you to help pay for medical stuff, or are you donating this yeah. to a charity? It's uh, partially goes to all of my medical expenses. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Like, I'm not a rich person. My house just got foreclosed on because I had an $800,000 medical bill that we could not pay. And so when I say I'm really proud of the money I made, like, 
I am really proud of it. And so part of it goes to medical expenses, and the other part of it goes to whatever charity I want. Like, one month it could go to the Muscular Dystrophy Association. One month it could go to the Richmond Animal League or ASPCA or even local bands, like, trying to get them on their feet. And so, yeah. Oh, Tony! Oh, Tony just dropped off the call. Oh, I, I, I still got you, Eric. I still got you, Alex. Right? You, you have us. You have us. All right. I, yep, I we're here. Got, got, okay, still got you guys. But yeah, so that's fucking so, yeah, so, so, so rough. So when you, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that you're staying positive and hopefully being able yeah. to. I mean, you're continuing to do it through all this adversity. In addition to what you're going through, what your family's going through, you're still. God, if that's not inspirational, I don't know what is. Like that's yeah, yeah. That that that, it, 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 that I mean that that is like, like like I mean I I kind of you know, like I I was kind of inspired before this. Like I knew that like when Ollie was like you know oh you know we're looking for people on Babe Talk. I knew exactly that you know I wanted to get you on the show, but like. Some of the stuff that you're saying, like, like especially, like, like I didn't know about that, about you know your house and stuff like that, like, 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 like all of that is just like, oh my god, like I, like, like, like I have no idea, and it kind of puts things in perspective, but it also kind of you know, it, it, it's very inspiring that you know sort of how, like Eric said, how positive you still manage to to to, to stay despite it, like, like it, it like it, it, like it's absolutely like mind-boggling to, to to think because I'm saying to myself, you know, I'm not nearly as positive and, you know, I I, I live in, you know, not, not you know, a rich house, but, you know, it, 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 it's a middle-class house. It's a house in, you know, suburban New Jersey, you know. I it, it, And if you could stay positive in you know, your everyday life, then, you know, really, what do I have to, you know, complain about sometimes? Because I complain about, you know, some some stupid shit like I you know I I go and I talk about you know like like I think a few times on the show I've talked about uh, I think it was two weeks ago I was talking about uh, when the, the, this was the your persona episode actually when I was talking about you know oh you know Wendy's you know they don't put you know pickles on my hamburgers or they give me a cheeseburger <laughs> instead of a hamburger <laughs> like I, like, like like, 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 that was tough. That. We were there to support you through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just like, who am I to be, you know, going and complaining about like the fact that I got a cheeseburger instead of a hamburger when and and, and getting all bent out of shape over that when you know you you're actually you know you have like you know what you have you, you, you know uh, you know you have financial issues and stuff like that and somehow you still manage to be like this like bouncing sort of like ray of sunshine in a way as cliche as that sounds you know yeah, yeah you've made yeah but you've made some killer jokes tonight which uh, is is pretty rare for the guests yeah. usually usually they take the they take things very seriously but there are a couple things where you just killed it and that was what kind of spoke to me of like holy shit nothing's gonna beat this girl <laughs> like this is not <laughs> also like what alex what you were saying like who am I to complain about my life? Um, I don't tell 
a lot of people list because this is not something to go and brag about. But in September, I went in for a usual, like, doctor's visit. And he was asking me how my depression was and how everything was going. And I said, I'm not going to lie, like, I hate myself. And he was just like, and what are you going to do about this? And I was like, I literally just came to you today to get a refill of my medication so I can go home and take it all and just not worry about anything. And so once I said that, he called my mom into the room and I started crying. I was like, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. And I got sent to a um, psychiatric ward called Tucker's here in Richmond for 12 days. And while I was there, I had to be extremely open about everything. And I talked to so many people and I met so many friends. And after that, they were like, I don't know why I was in there. Like, seeing you and meeting you and hearing about all of your issues and everything, it's just like, who am I to complain about something? And I was like, well, I may have more going on than you, but that that doesn't mean that you don't have a right to feel sad. Like, hmm. you can still feel bad and just be upset about your issues. Like, the one thing I've learned is just to not let it take over your life. And, yeah. So, I mean, you're still a person. You still have feelings. You can still express them. It, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to take in. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, it's, it's, it's just... The, it's insane, but it's it's especially coming from your perspective. It's very interesting to still have that. You're still allowed to feel bad for yourself. Right. There's a lot more cred in what you say yeah. with these particular conversations because yeah. you you you've lived through real shit, and you're still coming out with this attitude where you're cheery, and very funny, and also working hard. <laughs> on on yeah. making something real happen. That's that's awesome. Yeah, like I mean, if that's not really what punk is, then I don't know. You know, you don't know what yeah. is? The, yeah, that's like the epitome of punk. That's the epitome of saying fuck everything. I'm gonna do what I want. This makes me happy. Don't stop Literally. me. Yeah, don't stop me. Now, to to touch on the point that we were t talking about uh, during pre pre show, um, you had wanted to relate experiences of um, you through going through high school and like even like dropping down all this information like no it's still okay um you still wanted to to um discuss your your high school experience and and yeah. so what what exactly um did you go through being um sick and still functioning in a, in a public high school well <laughs> I don't want to get emotional, but 
it was it's very hard. Um, my senior year, luckily, has been easier than my freshman, sophomore, and junior years. But last year, in particular, was just really shitty for me, and I I went from being in a power chair to using a manual chair so I could get more ability, like more strength. And um, that was actually a really hard transfer for me. And I remember going into school one day and someone told me I looked homeless. And I was like, okay, like, I'm okay with that. It's called grunge, but whatever. Uh, and <laughs> like that's not it's called that's not simply funny. That's unbelievably funny. Yeah. Like that's, oh my god. You're like, all right, you're gonna be hating on a girl. Come on. Right. <laughs> well, um, so that happened, and. I was like, that I was just having a really bad day, and I remember a girl coming behind me, and she shoved me right into the lockers, like, took my chair, and just shoved me into the lockers, and I turned around, and I said, okay, like, whatever, but then I went home, and I cried about it to my mom. And that was, like, a really big moment that stood out to me. And then, like, there was this boy, and I still am, like, tempted to go beat his ass in Texas. But... Oh, drop a name. <laughs> no, drop a name. No, this is, this is the shittiest shit ever. Like, drop a name. That's so disgusting. Yeah, like some of the shit's bad, like like super villain bad. Like it's just like people pushing uh, people well, that, yeah, that, into lockers. That girl is extremely jealous and complete misplaced jealous rage over. I mean, it's true. It sounds cliche, but that's why people like that do yeah. awful things. Right. I uh, his name is Dylan, and it's always a Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Chad. Oh, yeah. I had a really awful roommate, and his name was Dylan. Oh. <laughs> so we apologize to all Chad's and/or Dylans that might be watching this. As long as you don't live in Texas, except if you're from Texas, as long as you don't live in Texas, you're fine. All other Chads and all other Dylans, you're okay. You know, we're not gonna put you on our shit list yet. <laughs> um, let's wait for the end of the story, Becca. <laughs> so there was like a thing that he had for me, and it was really weird. Like, I was just like, holy shit, a boy likes me. Like, what is going on? And he was like, hey, can I take you to this really nice hotel for brunch? And I was, I was straight up with him. I didn't like him like that, and I was just like, no. And he said, okay. And I thought that was the end of it. 
he turned around and just told everyone so much shit and like blew it up and made it bigger than it ever was and so he would make fun of me every time he saw me in the hallways like call me a bitch or a whore and I was like I've never even kissed a boy but okay and <laughs> that happened and I was just like whatever and my really good friend Tyler like the one friend that has stuck with me throughout high school made his life a living hell like just yeah he made him move to Texas like yeah that's we like Tyler's on this podcast is what we did alright <laughs> and oh. so I thought it was over and I was just like, whatever, another inconvenience in my life. But he later turned on to cyberbullying me uh, and tormenting me online. Um, just brought me down to my lowest low. And I remember reading one of his posts about me one night. And I just flipped over my computer and went into my kitchen crying and my mom and my brother William were in there and they were like what the hell is wrong with you and I said just go in my room and look at my computer and they read it and it was just so much shit like you're a bitch like I don't see why you are still alive like just really awful stuff and I was like I can't do this anymore and so I like did the adult thing and ignored it but then it kept getting worse and worse and I was just like I can't do this anymore so I told my mom about it and she went up to my school and just went off and I was like, hell yeah, mom. Like, <laughs> Moms are cool. Yeah. True story. <laughs> My mom. You can ask Tina. True story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Tina to confirm. I bet they had like margaritas afterwards. Like, yeah, stop, stop. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you. Oh, dear Jesus. But so. <laughs> Up, ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Mama said, "Knock you out." <laughs> Mama said, "Knock oh, you out." That's, <laughs> that's it. So, what ended up ha happening of that? So, so Mama went and <laughs> went, went over to to, to school, laid, laid them out. So we got an apology. We got an apology, and I was like, "Whatever," like. He deserves to go to hell. But then, like, he told his friends that still lived in Virginia and went to my school to, like, just call me a bitch or, like, give me shit whenever I was in the hallways. And they eventually grew out of it because I became a badass. Dylan <laughs> <laughs> was a dude. Yeah. And he moved to. He went to Texas. Yeah, oh, he's in hell. It's fine. 
Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, like, I mean, not to the extent that you that you experienced, but, like, I was bullied, too, in high school, but I just don't get how people can get so invested in the lives of other people who they look down on. Like, okay, the way you're making it sound is is the victim is way lower than the bully is, but the yeah. bully just spends so much time just almost obsessing over the other person, and it's, like, what is what, is, what does your life become when the only... Thing, like you really do is you just give this other person shit you know I just I just don't understand how people can waste their lives being negative you know yeah so we so we come for for that and we haven't really ta- talked about your actual line um my my question um is actually where, where did you get the idea to do clothing from like was this like like a thing that, that you had wanted to do in the past or was this no. a, a new venture I started um working for a band called the Concussion Theory in Richmond and I was I'm their band mom and their merch girl and I was like this is really cool like they spend their hard earned money on t shirts and they created a self titled album and I was like this is just really cool and I kind of want envied it in a sense, and I just wanted to be that girl that like went to shows just to sell merch, and so I was like, all right, I've got Terminally Trill, and I've got merch. Like, how can I incorporate the two? And then I posted in the Defend Pop Punk group, and some girl just created that design for me. And was just like, mm-hmm. here you go, live it up, like, have fun with it. And I was like, all right, I've got these three things, what am I going to do? And I was like, oh, common sense, put picture on the shirt, sell the shirt, and... Make the money. Make the money. Make the money. Just like that. (laughs) (laughs) And the shirt comes to me. And the shirt came to Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Alex. Hey. That's cool. (laughs) So, have you have you considered doing collaborations with other bands? Because, I mean. You're obviously deeply rooted in the scene, and it, your life kind of revolves around it. Have you just tried reaching out to bands and seeing if you could do, like, collaboration stuff? So I mean, it would be for a good cause. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's this kid, and I think it's Pennsylvania, and he's from the Defend Pop Punk group, and he messaged me on Facebook one day and was just like... Can you give me your full, your full background? Because um, I want to do something for you. And I was like, okay. So I told him about me. And he was like, I play in a band. And I want to hold a show for you. And I was just like, okay. This is the first time it's happened to me. 
and I it was just like I was so flustered I was just really excited about it but sadly it never happened uh, which I'm okay with that but um we I I don't know I have told about it but then I'm like I I work so much already and it's just like adding another thing I it would be healthy in a sense but also unhealthy um yeah. no I get that busy so much but yeah I I mean I definitely want to do that in the future. Hey, who's the host Ollie yeah Tell him we are now getting text messages from all over saying they want to kill Dylan the douche. <laughs> this is why I don't want to drop names. Jesus Christ. This is why I don't want to drop names. Hey, this is the Mama, Mama the host is actually Tony. It's pronounced Tony. Tony. This is also the name of an R&B group. Tony, Tony, Tony. So... I mean, he's still a douche, so like he. Can, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's not like he didn't bring it on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so, it'd be for the wrong reason, but I deserve it. So, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to cut anything short, but I have to peace out. I just wanted to say a proper goodbye before I left. But Becca, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. You guys keep on, keep on going. I just want to say thank you very much. Yeah. And to Mama and Tina and everyone who drew dicks on Tony's face, you're all heroes in my book. Um, but yeah, so I will see all of you the next Babe Talk in 2015. And Becca, I'll definitely hit you up on Facebook because I want to ask you more questions. <laughs> Bye, Mama. See you in New York. All right, see everybody. Bye. Merry Christmas to you. Bye. Um, oh. My mom. I, I just wanted to quickly address a bullying issue. If that's okay. Yeah, the floor, Mom. Okay. I've watched since her diagnosis, her being bullied, and unfortunately, I don't think that it's going to stop. I witness it. Um, my daughter sits in her room every weekend, every night. No homecoming games, no homecoming dances, no proms so far, no dates. I'm her best friend. I witness. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> it, breaks, it breaks my heart. And I look at it like this. I am 45 years old, and I am still bullied because of my size. And the way I look at it is I'm saving somebody else out there. If they're picking on me and they're bullying me, it means somebody else is not getting picked on. Yep. And I accept that for somebody else. Hmm. I've never, I've never looked at it that way. That's, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Way to think about it. Yeah. Because it makes me stronger, and I know that I can handle it, just like I know she can handle it. She's a badass. That's absolutely correct. So, I'm a dang little queen. You're a dang little queen. You can take anything. <laughs> and apparently you got an army that, that's ready to kill Dylan the douche, too. So, hey. <laughs> that was actually Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Tina's that's a actually small, why. small army in herself. That's why he Eric left. He had a date. Somebody with dang little queen, they mess with Tina, and that's not good. So <laughs> I'm out. I worked uh, 12 hours today, so thanks for having her. I really appreciate it, and um, you guys are adorable. Of course. Thank you, Mom. Nice straight oh, out. Yeah, <laughs>
<笑>啊、你太忙。That's adorable. Thank you. I love doing the show. I really fucking love doing the show. Yeah. All right. So, so where are we? Um. Ah.、Uh, ah.、Uh, I don't know. We kind of got like all like combobulated with like the order of like questions. Like everybody well, just said, like Alex, here, you here,、yeah. you just take take next question then. All right. So my question that I have、uh, is sort of switching gears a little bit.、Um, it has to do with.、Uh, You know,、uh, broadside, and how did you first like you know get to be associated with you know with with the, with those dudes, and you know how did、uh, and how has you know your association with them evolved over time? All right, so my oldest brother is Oliver, and he's my rock. He's What is going on? Oh, I thought I couldn't hear anything. Um, he's just everything to me. And I, before he was in Broadside, he's been in several bands that have just turned to shit that aren't anything. Uh, and just watching him grow up over time, it was just like really inspiring to me and. I was like, it's a really cool scene he's in. Like, I remember getting、uh, the Psych promo in the mail and just looking at my brother on the cover of it, like on a photo. It just, I was like, this is a really cool scene he's in.、Uh, how can I get involved? And I remember just. Going to my first show, it just—it really sucked because I really wanted to stage dive and crowd surf, but then I was like, I can't, so I better not try and do that. And I just loved it so much, so I kept spending my mom's money and going back <laughs> just all the time, and that's just. Basically, what I do now is I have my own company and I go to shows. And being with them has made me have so much respect for musicians, and it's definitely brought me closer to a lot of music that I thought I would never be into, and. It's just great always being with them and like my brother demos in the room next to me, and he'll have the people of Broadside in and out constantly, and it's just I love it so much. And we've developed a bond. Like I'm Broadside's baby sister now, and it's an honor and. Yeah, I just love it. It's and it's and it's amazing to to start to be a part of your own scene too, because、yeah. like you feel immersed in it, and especially when you feel welcomed in, it's like, oh shit, I'm actually a part of something. Yeah. Now we're and, and that was around the same time that、um, I'm guessing you were also exposed to other pop punk bands as well. Yeah, it, it, my first 
pop punk show was uh, Brock Tide Co. headlined for Conditions. Um, and it was the band I mom now, The Concussion Theory. They opened and a band's called Inquiry that my good friends are in and some other band and then Broadside and Conditions and I was just like, I really dig this and I remember going home and Googling Conditions and just reading so much about them and then like to this day I listened to their fluorescent youth album all the time. And that was how I got into pop punk. It just started right there. Yeah. That's really awesome. Now Conditions is a great we... band by the way. Yeah. I was gonna say if anyone actually actually knew knew of them, I'm actually noting it's Yeah, I remember them back from the pure volume days, but go ahead, Ollie. Um, well, the other question I was going to say was, that, like, do you have any favorite bands that are right right now in the pop punk scene? Besides, you know, your, the, the, the biased one. Probably, my favorite band in pop punk scene is probably Knuckle Puck. Um, I just love them so much, and I really relate to what they say, and... I don't know. I just I love them a lot, and I just had that show with Mono Baseball crying in summers, and I just got so <laughs> teared up, and like I was so excited to see them, and they're my favorite. I'm, besides them, Northbound, definitely. He's a great dude. Uh, not to be biased, but broth tied. Like, <laughs> they're great. Um, and even though they broke up, conditions will always be, like, there for me. Even though they're not there. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about, that sounds about right. Uh, Tony, do you have another question? Um... I'm blanking really hard. I've been I've been flustered ever since Eric. I don't know what I missed while I was gone. I don't know what bases we touched on. Um, I actually have another question. If I could jump yeah, in, yeah. that's all right. All right. Yeah. So my question uh, now that you kind of reminded me uh, because I noticed earlier that you were wearing a uh, in, in one of your pictures you're wearing a, a 1975 shirt, okay. and uh, and since you said that you like knuckle puck. I wanted to know what your thoughts were on their cover of Chocolate on the Punk Goes Pop. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. The irony. <laughs> Seriously. It's terrible. And I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't lost respect for either band, but if God, please tell me if they ever do another cover like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> well, sometimes It'd be a little weird if you lost respect for the 1975 over a cover that Knuckle Puck did. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like the cover was just so bad that you just like stopped respecting like 
<laughs> Even the 1975, yeah, you're like, artist. you're literally like, why did you let this happen? I'm actually that's, getting that shirt right now. That's like having a baby and slapping a mother. Well, <laughs> while we're on the topic of bands that you're into right now, we already covered album of the year lists, but is there anything coming up in this next year that you're really excited for? Oh, yes, I've been waiting to talk about it. Um, oh. I don't know. I, I really hope you're familiar with Joy Division. And oh, okay, hold on. Okay, continue. <laughs> Even though they're not pop-punk, they're post-punk. Uh, my uncle brought me into that scene, and it was just announced that Peter Hook and The Light are touring in the U.S. on the East Coast, and... He is covering Unknown Pleasures, Closer, and one of the New Order albums. And I've literally already started saving my money for the last three dates on that tour that I am dead set going to. That That's the closest I'll ever get to seeing my favorite band ever. And... I will go regardless, and I'm just really stoked for that. No, that sounds too cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, your audio has been a little weird. Who did you say was covering this? Uh, Peter Hook and the Light. Peter Hook okay. was the bassist of Joy Division. Okay. And when Ian Curtis did what he did, um. Joy Division became New Order, but Peter Hook kind of went on his own side project and became Peter Hook and the Light. Alright. I'll have to check this out. This sounds really cool. Yeah. Now, just to wrap up the show, because we're, we're over. We're running on E. We're, we're running on E. Um, <laughs> if, if you could just, I mean, I know you dropped, like, bombshells, like, all throughout the show, like just with just literally like inspiration for for dummies, all throughout the episode. But if, if there was anything that that you would be able to tell like a, everyone, do like one piece of advice. What what would you depart with them? Um, just. Be who you are, because it really does pay off. Um, and don't be sad, but be rad. And buy my clothes. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> the best way to be rad. <laughs> but so be so be be yourself and and. Don't be sad, be rad. Just you know, that, that could actually be on, be on one, of, one of your shirts as well. That's a good idea. Yeah. Don't be sad, be, be rad. Terminal Trail. Yeah. So, Becca, ladies and gentlemen. It was a pleasure having you on. Absolutely. Yeah, that was awesome. It was, I think... It, oh, continue. I, I, you know me. I'm just going to go on. Tony, you say, you say something. I was, I was going to say, this is probably... It's up there in my favorite ones that we've done this year. Not just, like, podcasts that I've been on personally, but just, like, in general. This one was really enjoyable. Oh, 
So a special yeah, shout we... out to Becca's mom. <laughs> and Tina. <laughs> but like when, but let's break down. I mean, like the whole point of when when we started Babe, Babe Talk, um, we were looking at everyone in our in our community, and I think Becca, you're actually one of the first designers that that we've had on the show. But not only that, we were one of the first designers that we had on the show, but like an actual person like with a purpose. Um, all the rest of the bands that we do have on on the show, um, they're always talking about um, the betterment of the of the community and and just like their music in general like you know how the, they're going through stuff and sometimes we don't always have that creative outlet to just like let out our like like music music is like one creative facet but then again through like you know your own terminally trill stuff and that that's a whole other facet and you're still a part of the pop punk community and it's such an inspiration like other bands like we've heard other people talk talk about um like oh man from marina city um Ryan yeah, from Marina City, Ryan. he was telling about, about like you know the inspiration that he has for the for um the the community as a whole. And um, we've had others talk talk about just like you know the, the the unity, but like we actually haven't talked about like you know like the life that is actually that that's like you know like be yourself, be your life, and 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 I think that just like you know blows my mind like you know like especially through everything that you've been through still have it just be like you know you can be sad but just continue to be rad and just like you know continue to be here because it's 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 very imperative that that you are so it's it's it's, it's up there with like some little b shit i'm not gonna lie you literally have been our little b oh my god <laughs> <laughs> she's so happy <laughs> well look at her she's the base god the base guy's happy She's the bass queen. The She's bass the queen. queen. Becca is bass queen. Becca is pop punk bass queen, and that's not even on like some joke shit. That's actually. I'm gonna on... quote that on Twitter. <laughs> you can go ahead and do that, but um, I think this is the perfect fucking time and the perfect episode to end Babe Talks New Year or Babe Talks Old but, Year. But 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 but. but. Before we go, I'd like to give some shout-outs. I'd like to give some shout-outs to all the guests that we've had throughout the year. Uh, Absolutely. We wouldn't We started off with... We started off with... Ashley from Smalls. Ashley from Smalls. And then we had uh, Simona, Insignificant Other, Brandon of uh, Gin War, Sean of Millhouse, Aaron Ross, About That Life. We had Caitlin on the show. We had Adam of Arkham on the show. Ben Lucas and Liam Edwards of High Lives. We had Bradley from Vieira on the show. We had Ashley Nicole on the show, who of course would become, you know, our panelist slash slash Babehead's mom, Babe Talk mom. Uh, we had uh, Arturo of Gentleman's Brawl on the show. We had Andrew of McAllister on the show. We had Mark Valentino of Azure Noise on the show. Ryan Argast of Marina City, as Ali said before. Carlos Lopez of the Oddities, Dennis and a bunch of a timetable collective with basically like a million other people who were just kind of in the background in that show, uh, Troy of Castaways, Joel of Place and Time, Jeremy of Your Persona, Matt of Fighting Seasons, and of course Becca that we had today. So it has been a great, 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 great year, and I am so happy that I have been a part of uh, Bait Talk for you know this entire year and i hope everybody has a very 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 merry christmas happy holidays uh happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah uh, happy new year happy whatever else you celebrate and uh
Baytalk's gonna be doing some cool stuff in uh, the new year. So yeah, that's that, that's my big uh, that, that's my big thing that I wanted to give shout outs to all you know my mad peeps throughout the you know the months that you know has been holding it down in the Babe Talk way. And what better way to end it with uh, with Becca, who perfectly encapsulated everything that you know is great about you know the music scene and you know kind of you know everything that everybody you know has kind of been saying throughout the whole entire like run of the show like it feels like just like a perfect ending before you know the new string of shows that and we will be back after you know the the new year we, we'll be back i'm not sure I, I think it's like the third we come back no we're just quitting no, we're quitting. Stop. Shut up, Tony. Shut up. God, I hate you. No, I think I no, I I think it's the third that we come back, but uh, we, you know, we obviously, gonna, yes, we're gonna come back on a third with Macklin Bean Photography. He's gonna he's he's gonna be on the show. Um, we're yeah, and hopefully gonna we're gonna releasing. have yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, not, not hopefully. Come hell or high water, babetalk.tv will be rolling out and in everyone's faces, and it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be amazing. You said rolling. You said. What a wonderful note! What a wonderful note! What a wonderful note to end this on. All right, before we get get too farther, again, yeah, like Alex said, just everyone in the guests that we've had on here, literally, it's a it's a cliche bullshit thing to say, but we literally would have no show without you guys that have been on the show. And literally, our community is a show, and we are a show because of the community. And I fucking love everyone that has been on this show. I love every one of the panelists that have been able to help me out. love everyone that shared the, the statuses, that have shared the stories, have liked us on Facebook and everything like that. And hopefully, we'll become better. And follow us on Twitter. And, and follow, follow us, us on, on Twitter, Twitter and on Tumblr, all our social media. Literally, and YouTube. we'll be here with that, everybody. So, until we go any farther with this, thank you again, Becca. Thank you again, everybody. 2015 is going to be Babe Talk year. It's... Uh, all right. So from here, out to everyone. Good night. Bye. Good night, y'all. Happy New Year. If you don't know, now you know.